Hey, welcome back, friends. What's going on? I am your host, Aiden Gross. Joining me this week, like always, my awesome co-host, Dom. Hello, hello. It's good to see you, Aiden. How Unfortunately, you doing? I'm doing all right. But last good? week, we couldn't record. Stuff got in the way. It's life. Yeah, what we had a... We ha- all right, so this is how it started. We had a huge week of gaming news last week. I mean, Animal Crossing. Yeah, That's the biggest one. We had that. We had a lot of other little tidbits, but that was the big one. And I came in last week getting ready to record and everyone in the studio i was like did you guys see the animal crossing direct oh my gosh and yeah, don't yeah. fully see it but you end up seeing it now i loved it. i played yeah. it in the i've cl- seen a bit of it i've had have not had a chance to sit down and watch all of it but yeah i've seen quite a bit i've watched i've watched all people that i love the reactions and it, it's just so like the whole time is the nice little guitar rift and we'll get into that we'll get into yeah. that but uh I, I like that we'll just start with animal crossing brush over the clo- soon to be global pandemic right and right. then uh We'll move on. Well, what else did we get? We got a little bit about Xbox too. We got it. Got a jam packed show, so that's a good thing for yeah. you guys listening. You who didn't need, get who here needs last global week. pandemics? Right. We're going to be just fine. Right, right. I'm telling you. So we got a little Animal Crossing, a little Xbox. But before we get into that, what are you playing right now? What am I playing right now? Ooh, I mean, always a little Slay the Spire. Um, Ooh, I love that game. Uh, it's just it's fun. I don't like though. It I haven't been able to beat the entire game yet. What are you I'll playing it on? Uh, PC and PC, Xbox okay. One. So I first had on Switch. And then yeah. I got it and put on Xbox Game Pass. No, yeah, I picked it up um, for my PC because sometimes when I'm at work, I don't have anything to do and I just get to sit around on my laptop for a bit. And that game is so good to just a little time cruncher. It is, time, but my issue waster. with it is that, like, I mean, it's fair play because it's a roguelike, but each seed, you're not, like, there's no way to, like, make sure you win. Right. Oh, yeah. So I've ended up losing a couple times just because I, the randomness got me, which, you know, sometimes it's just that way. What right. about you? You've been playing one of my favorite series. I don't know if it's your first time playing it, but Yakuza. Oh, man. All right. So I came in working at the Game Exchange. I talk about a lot. Uh, one of the guys that works with me, Jacob, his favorite series is Persona and Yakuza. Persona is Aces. Yakuza is very good. Right. And so I played a little bit Persona, and then he told me to try Yakuza. And I got it on my PC when I finally got a game PC. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was blown away. But the thing with that series, which he tells me, is, like, the way they're, the story set up, like, the chronologically. Now they had to do Zero. I mean, Zero's the ones on Game Pass. There's a weird yeah, order. Yeah, Zero's a prequel. Prequel, right, right, yeah. right. And I like I think it's awesome. And then this is around when the, when Judgment came out. I finally was like, all right, I'm going to try Judgment. Because it's a little, you don't have to really know the Yakuza story, but it's made yeah. by the same yeah, company. Yeah. And I love that. Because you guys heard, I love L.A. Noir, so it's kind of like. Yakuza, you're the bad guy on that series, and this is you're more of like the detective, like law cop. Yeah. So then this Yakuza one, it's like in the 80s. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you know, the whole criminal with a heart of gold thing. For me, the thing is, though, I didn't like, I'm not a big fan of Judgment just because I couldn't get into the like the combat. Right, It just right, felt right. off to me. I really like the Yakuza games, though. But in terms of sometimes people get paralysis. They're like, oh, where do I start? Where do I start? Right, Six is me. the newest. Right. And then you've got um, Yakuza so Kiwami, which is the first one remastered. Then you got Zero, which is the prequel. Right. But in the end, it's just like you, the it's Star like the Wars It's like the Final movies. Fantasy type of thing. Like, which one do I start? Nah, Final Evil. Fantasy, each of those games can be played on their own. You don't right. really need to start with one. But I think it's more like Star Wars. You, you start with the prequels, the originals. You just kind of pick one right. and go with it. Right, right, right. But... Yakuza Zero, it's great, dude. How insane oh, man. are the I side found, missions? I love the side missions. I found myself last night for like 38 minutes, like I, I'm like catching myself. I'm like I'm in like a karaoke bar doing karaoke songs with full like music videos going on. Oh yeah, it is insane. The voice yeah. acting and some people because I, I got my friends into the game. Some people like it with the English voice acting, but I prefer it with the regular Japanese voice acting with American subtitles. Do they, I didn't know. 
uh, is there English voice acting for Yakuza Zero? Maybe not Zero, but I know Judgment. I think has that. Judgment has English vo- yeah. uh, English voice acting, but the Yakuza series does not. Uh, it's, yeah, right. It's okay. only in so it's just Japanese. Judgment, which we'll talk about. I think talk about one of our first episodes. The new Yakuza. I think they're doing a turn-based combat like Persona. Speaking of my friend Jacob, loves Persona. I don't think Yakuza. it's. Like, is it more like Fire Emblem or is it like no, Persona like Dragon it's like Quest? Persona e kind of Persona Five. So we'll have to do a little more research. Yeah, yeah. Come back to you on that, but. First up, we've teased it, you know, played around a little bit, but let's get into Animal Crossing. Oh, man. All right. So that's trailer. slip into that gimp suit. And let me say this before. With how hectic the world is right now, with every, you know, with how everything going on, we need a game like this. We just need a calm game where everyone yeah. can just hold hands and get together, and I think this is great, and I'm, right. I'm happy. And it came out early. I watched the li- direct live. It was about 25 minutes. And let's the first thing that stands out, which I love and people wrote to me, you can pick what hemisphere you could be in. Northern or Southern Hemisphere. I'm excited. Yeah. What are you picking? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Maybe Southern Hemisphere just to kind of have the opposite seasons. Right, right, right. So that way when I've got all the time to play, you know, over the summer, if I end up with a lot of time to play. Right, right. And I'm I love Cruising how, through the winter. Right, cruising through the winter. Which I don't know if you didn't like this, but a lot of people didn't. Usually it's Isabel talking about uh, like the main, like you would think people thought Isabel was going to be, but it was Tom Nook. And I love Tom Nick, but people are like, what happened to Isabel? And yeah. Well, Isabel's, Isabel's smashing. Smashing, you know, right? She's yeah, off she's in stuck Super Smash, in Smash Brothers. What's that song you showed me? The Nook song no, last week? Oh, The Book of Nook by Starbomb. Uh, oh, God. If you guys haven't heard this, look that up. I didn't know about this till last week. It's a and crazy song. It's funny. But I loved it. I like. I love Tom Nook. And the seasons, you talked about it for first uh, a couple minutes ago, how the seasons, I think winter and summer and fall and spring, that's awesome. And the activities you get to do are depending on the seasons. I think that's yeah. so smart. So they're carrying that over from previous, um, I was about to say previous Yakuza games, but no, previous Animal Crossing <laughs> games. It's, it's the just, first time ever, too, they're doing seasons. No, they've done seasons before. Have they? In all the other Animal Crossing games, yeah. You, like, you could only build oh, snowmen Oh, you're right, right, like right, that. right. Summer. Right. Hmm. Nas is elaborate. That's what Sergio's really, saying. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to making. Um, oh yeah, just in case we haven't mentioned it, Sergio's on the levels again. Thank you, Sergio. Oh yeah, he was with us a couple episodes back, yeah. so we'll um, come on again soon. But when we get a yeah. review copy, we'll hear what Sergio thinks about yeah. that. Well, well, if they if they'll let us have review <laughs> copies, you got to remember, Nintendo has standards. <laughs> also, uh, say the people who run the studio don't, but Nintendo does. Right, right, right. Also, the, the, the models of all the villagers look so good. Like, all right, growing up as a boy, like, any time you make a character, you, you pick a boy. Like, or, like, you think of the most masculine character. And it's growing older, in the last couple main AAA games, you could pick a character. Like, in Red Dead, I pick a girl. And now my thing is, if I'm playing a long 30, 40-hour game, I'm picking a girl character because I want to see a female the whole time. But in Animal Crossing, I always pick a guy. But when I saw the girls, I might pick a, a chick. Because the cute clothes and purses and accessories... Dude, it's cool. And I'm telling you. You know, I don't know what the Furies are gonna think about that. I don't know. <laughs> when I pick characters, I tend to pick whichever one I think rolls better with the story. Okay. If there, if it matters, otherwise, I kind of just. Ah, so that's a good question. Whichever you one I pick, I'm a character you play it rolls through the story, not like you don't play your life through the character. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you, as playing a character, you role play it as it be you, or you're doing it as the character? Well, I just try to go which one I think will be more interesting to play. Right. Okay. Like when I did Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I went with. Because it was Alexios was the dude, Cassandra um, was the woman. I just went with Cassandra because I hadn't played a female character in an Assassin's Creed game before. Mm-hmm. And especially in kind of ancient Greece, I wanted to see, well, how does this end up going? Right, right, right. Having a strong female warrior who's literally going to I picked her also. She's a people. way better voice actress, I think, than the guy. She well, I haven't, played, I haven't played the dude, so I can't compare. Well, I've seen my yeah. friends play it. And it's just the conversations I've compared them, they're so kind of like stale and just kind of boring. Yeah. 
So the but girl's way better, I think. What I'm really <laughs> what really I think is cool is the new crafting system. You're gonna be able to harvest resources yep. and build what you want. Because one of the big things for me going back in other Animal Crossing games, why I couldn't get into them, is the whole fact that it's basically all right, I clock in for the day, I go pick some fruit, I go, you know, dig up some fossils, maybe catch some fish, and it's just kind of like repeat that day after Rinse day. Rinse repeat, yeah. You know, yeah. you're stuck depending on what's in the store each day. Speaking of the store, like, there's 24-7, they say. I They're know. open 24-7. <laughs> for me, the big thing is I always love questing for stuff. Okay, all right. Like, I want there to be able to, so- like, there to and be something like you can do I that can do this. to work towards what right. I'm going for. Right, right, right. So Skyrim, even if, like, I'm just starting a new file, it's like, all right, I want a bow enchanted for, say, you know, I want a bow that steals health just because I know I'm always going to be low on health or stamina. Mm -hmm. And so even if I start from a brand new file, there's still a pathway I can think of to get there. It's like, all right, Right. so I got to start leveling up smithing or I got to start looting stuff. That way I can start enchanting more. Right, 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 right. And it's like, I know I got to build up my enchanting over this uh, long period of time. So I wonder if it's going to be... There's just more customizations. I saw, like, in the old ones, I've been playing Pocket Camp again on the phone, and I have the 3DS one, and they're just, like, with the furniture, you can't do much, and they showed off there's so much more you can do, which yeah. is awesome. And they showed about also, along with the, the seasons, I think the seeds and the leaves and the mushrooms you can collect all depend on the season. The yeah. furniture placed outdoors seem coordinate with the season, too, which yeah. I noticed in the trailer. I thought that was really cool. You like your sofas, yeah, snowy yeah, yeah. sofa... Then going on to island services, which I talked about, which you said, how sometimes the the stuff you can buy. Yeah. I think with it being now, which the day and age we're in with games of the service, when they said the free update, the day the game comes out, there's a April bugs or whatever. Yeah. Easter update. I was going to say bugs bunny. <laughs> bunny. <laughs> but update. So it's going to be like a games of the service. It's going to be putting new stuff out, which yeah. is going to be good. I like all, that. All I'm worried about is that I know they won't do... Well, I'm pretty sure they won't do microtransactions. They've said they're not going to do that, right? Well, but Pocket Camp is like the most microtransaction Nintendo yeah, but game Yeah, but I'm ever. talking about here on console. Right. What I'm just hoping about is one Is there problem, any Nintendo game that has microtransactions now? Not that I can think oh, yeah, of. I can't think But of. what I'm getting at is just I don't want it to be one of those things where I'm limited day by day because I can only harvest so many resources. Right, right. I don't want to, like, pay $60 for a game and then, like, be stuck after a certain amount of time saying, all right, this is all I can do for today. Because even though I have the time, like I have the counter, energy, right? yeah. it's like the resources haven't reset. Right, There's nothing right. I can do to reset them. It's genuinely just I need to turn off the game and right. like spend real lifetime waiting. I don't right. like that. That's irritating because Hopefully I turn on the game that route. Yeah. to like spend time. And this is the game where they know Animal Crossing, they want you to live in and like yeah. come back. It's almost like you, you check on your villagers a week later and they know you've been gone for a week or something. Yeah, it's so and fair play. I love having things like that that really are affected by the passage of time, but in real life, we're always finding things to do. Like, we come in here and we record this because we love talking about it. Right, we love it. Because otherwise, we'd go straight home. Yeah, like that's very true. <laughs> Talk um, about with our friends there. We'd have our own personal podcast there. Oh, speak for yourself. <laughs> I ain't got no friends to talk about with this. I got you guys. Well, we're your, I, I'm your friend, Dom. But yeah, so I like that. I like the crafting. I like how they're giving people yeah. choices and a you know just a, a change, and they yeah. want you a world to really feel lived in. Also, I thought it was really cool. It says then the day after you arrive on the island, you have access to the airport that also houses the post office, an online portal that allows you to visit others, and it says you could have eight yeah. people visiting an island at once. Yeah, and which is it is eight awesome. player like split screen as well? Like you can connect eight Joy Cons and so play. Is I it split saw, screen? I saw it in the video, and I don't know if I read one article where you can do 
well, like you know the Joy Cons turn on the side. You can yeah, have yeah. four, like four people at one house, and then I think you can do have eight different switches going to your island. Oh, that's wild. And then, which is cool, is then you can give. Say, I go to your island. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want, or you just have randoms come to your island. You don't want them to mess with your all the stuff you have. You don't. Oh yeah, have, you the trust settings. Off, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, you could take off permission, or you could give like me permission, like as best friends, to edit your island, which is really cool. Also, which is really cool, which Tom Nook pulls out. Which is really funny. Tom Nook keeps coming in the trailer, which I think it's funny. How Tom Nook basically shakes you down the whole game. It's yeah. like, come live in our nice place, but uh, you're always kind of in debt to Tom Nook. It's like mortgage or something. Yeah, I mean, point, fair play. He, do, he doesn't charge interest or anything. He right. gives you oh, as long imagine. as you need. Imagine. But at the same time, it's kind of one of Your those Your whole animal crossing like, life, you're in debt. <laughs> it's like, you start the game, congratulations, your main objective is that you're in debt. Right. It's like, come visit our nice island and be in debt the whole game. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like, hey, I'm questing to, like, obtain this new thing. It's like, no. Like, the nice thing is you get to play this game. Right, right, right. So you better pay back this Tanuki. Right, right. Well, at least if they're charging you money. Is he a Tanuki or is he a raccoon? What is he, Sergio? Do you know? Is he a raccoon? Oh, Tom Nook. A Tanuki. Okay, so he is a Tanuki. Is, Is that a real animal, a Tanuki? I don't know. I think Isn't so. It? I think it's like kind of like a raccoon. A raccoon. Like I thought dog that tanuki thing. is what Mario turns in when he gets the. Like, yeah, but the, I think it's based off a real animal. Is that? We're gonna have to have fact check. This. Give me a, a moment. Tanuki, I'm a real animal. Well, also, which is really cool. Which you know, it's funny. Speaking of that, Dom just pulled out his iPhone to look. No, I don't have an iPhone. Oh, he doesn't have it. Well, he has a smartphone. So Tom or. Tanu- a tanuki is a real thing. It's a Japanese raccoon dog. Okay. Japanese raccoon dog. It's okay. a subspecies of the Asian raccoon dog. Well, segueing from you using your smartphone during the direct, Tom Nook pulls out a smartphone. The and that's Nook where I phone. Get. It's called the Nook phone. It has Nook miles. And as seen previously, the Nook phone is a new menu with several useful apps that are acquired over time. There's a camera. There's a map. There's a DIY app, which I don't know fully that is, and plenty more. And there's also Nook Miles, which counts like how many miles, like kind of speedometer, and counts everything you've done. So I mean, I think it's just in each and every one of the previous Animal Crossing games, you've had the inventory, you've had the map. I think actually bringing this back to what we talked about originally, Yakuza, they're just basically giving all these things you're doing right. an in-game kind of like tool. Right. Instead of just saying, oh, you press start to pull out the menu. It's like, no, you press start to pull out yeah. your Nook phone. It's cool. It's, it's points earned through this achievement yeah. style system can be used to pay off the initial getaway package. <laughs> oh, pay off. <laughs> then used to purchase the special awards only available through Nook shops. So you're still paying yourself up, which is cool. I like this. I do like that. Which I do. At first yeah. off, I never asked you, what season are you going to be most looking forward to playing in? Um, I don't know. I'm going to like each season for its different things. You know how it is. If one certain mode of play sticks around a little too long, it's just not fun anymore. Right, right, right. Also, so I just picked apart little things I saw in the trailer. The island exploration is back and even better. There's wasps are unfortunately back because I know everyone hates the wasps. And scorpions are back. And everyone hated those. Oh, boy. Yep. And though scorpions used to be a rare find only through summer nights, New Leaf says there's going to be, like, more common. There are going to be more. A lot of animals are rare, more yeah. common now. I mean, you're on, a, you're on a island, so hopefully they would have a little more variation. Right. Right, right. Now, what I'm excited for is the home upgrades and decor, which I was talking about how about the furniture is kind of like season-based. So home upgrades still cost a hefty chunk. I saw it's like 98,000 bells was on one some piece of furniture, which is insane. But I'm excited for that. All the different stuff you could add and hopefully the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. And the crafting, I think yeah. you can make some stuff like that. Yeah. And something we're going to have to talk about another day, um, but Doom Eternal comes out the same day. Yes. Have you been seeing all like the... 
what is it like photoshopped images of Doom Guy and Tom Nook, like they're friends and yeah, it's like, great. I, I've seen a bunch of Doom Guy and Isabella, like Isabella sitting on Doom Guy's shoulder while he's got I the super shotgun, it. and I she's like rip it. and tear. The video game community is loving it, how the the opposites and usually games don't love when they're p- competing against each other, but you could tell they're really just like love it. They're like, all right, yeah, like this is great. Yeah, like, I, I think the overlap is cool because people who are in the mood for Animal Crossing aren't going to play Doom, and people who are in the mood for Doom aren't oh, right. really going to go turning on Animal Crossing. Right, right, right. So right. it's games people can get both of, and there's not really an overlap. Right, there. right, right. Oh, I'm excited for that. So also, I think it's good that they're doing free updates. Every update is free, they said. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I wonder right. how they're going to make money, though. Right. If it's just going to well, be the one price, and then right. they support it for a couple years, or how it's going right, to be. Right, right, right. Also, I have what we were talking about before about the party play. It says if you got multiple Joy-Con handy, you can have up to four people play New Horizons on one Switch at a time or up to Very eight cool. online in multiplayer. Awesome. So that's good. So we confirmed on all. that. Yep. And also any items found by followers online will be stored in the recycling box. They also could have their own homes. And I like that. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. going to invite you to my home. Don't mess up my home, Dom. Thank you. Sergey, you going to be invited to my home? You better leave those trust options on. I'm going to get some <laughs> Minecraft TNT in there. Which also I thought was really a little side note how Nintendo's always trying to push their like mobile stuff like Pokemon Home now when you get it on the Switch you have to get it on the app. They really pushing this thing called Nooklink where there's an actual in-game voice chat for New Horizons. Instead, Nooklink is available through the Nintendo app that will instead facilitate voice and text chat. So you can almost like text on your phone and it comes up in game, which we'll see how that works. You all That'll be interesting, you. but honestly, I'd rather just plug my headphones into discord or something right 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 that's what people do yeah which the other part of that app shows if on new horizons or maybe on the not that's a new one on the one on the 3ds you can qr code design so if you draw them on your switch or on your or on your ds or on your phone you could qr code in it boom your all your uh for items come in but i thought it was good i like that because i like making some cool like clothes and just put it in and now that i know that all the designs i made on the ds games won't go for go to loss also which is my favorite part and this is probably the biggest of the game minecraft and i'm not a minecraft guy we talked about one episode how that was the biggest of that year well, what do you mean re- minecraft we're talking about animal crossing well that's what i'm getting into okay minecraft is big for kids for this terraforming for building yeah tearing down mountains animal crossing stole it animal crossing you could terraform there is straight did you get that far in the direct it's i did i saw that you oh, can like man change how different things are but i don't think you can like level you could a build mountain. i think you can't because they're they're making like waterfalls you see the part where the girl oh. made the waterfall yeah no, i missed that all right oh my god that's gosh. crazy then yeah terraforming will be cool look at i'm gonna That'll show you a picture like, you can your island your way like this yeah. there was like grass there and then they made water and then this was up top and they made like a waterfall so there's you could change the whole terrain of the map now and terraform basically minecraft so yeah i'm really excited for animal crossing and we will keep more updates Sooner's release on March 20th. So yeah. I'm excited for that. Also, we're reaching out to Nintendo. Hopefully, we're going to try see if we can actually review the game. That's something we'd love to do for you guys. We're reaching out. Um, we just want to let you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That's just how it is. Right. You know? We're hoping. What's that uh, Picard quote from Star Trek The Next Generation? Sometime it's, sometimes it's possible to do everything right and it still not succeed. Right, right, and right. And that's just life. It's just how it is. That's true. But- Next up, now we got Xbox. the good stuff. Big, big stuff. Side note, though, I just want to say because we have Untitled Gamecast, Untitled Goose Game won Indie Game of the Year. That's a little yay. Ooh, so Untitled cool. makes me happy. But Xbox is the thing, and wow, there's just so much news. Yeah, so much. So news. a massive blog post courtesy of Phil Spencer, Uncle head Phil? of Xbox, Uncle Phil, from 
on February 24th. So we're not too far off of this, but... Right. I like how they're trickling out information. Yeah. yeah. But this is a big deal for me. First off, want to know why? Hmm. We want to know why? Why? Why is it? I'll tell you why. I want to hear why. Because we still haven't seen anything from Sony. That's what I want to get to down the road. That's what that, now, My topic gets into that. Well... We haven't seen anything from Sony. So right. he's pulled out of PAX East. So from now on, everything we think in our heads when we hear next gen... With only box we can picture is right. going to be that Xbox Series right. X because that's all we've seen. Right, right. In terms of power, all we know is the Xbox Series X because that's all we know. Right, exactly. So if Sony comes out, even if Xbox does a cheaper model by comparison, if Sony comes out less powerful, it's just not going to be a good look. Right, right, right. And, you know, say they come out less powerful but it's cheaper, right. I think by waiting so long, people are just going to have the reaction, oh, so you exactly. were going with the cheaper one? Yeah. No, I think that I think that's going to be the route. I think Sony. I was saying before before we record this, the the ball is in Sony's court now. Yeah. But talk about the specs because Sony gets into it. Yeah. All right. Let's, you take it first, Aiden. All right. You tell so, us what you're most. Let's uh, say this. So first, it comes off with a superior balance of power and speed. The, this is him quoting from yep. Phil Spencer's blog post. So compared but, to the previous generation, Xbox Series X represents a superior balance of power. All right. Well, let's 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 break it down. So I want to know what does this next, mean to you, Aiden. What this means. All right. Well, the first part says is about. Well, all right. What it means to me is this is the first time in my life now I've felt like next gen's here. Yeah. Like I actually felt like neck. this is what next gen could be. Yeah. So it's so basically you're seeing these specs. It's talking about the new processor, right, right. the new types of shading. And what I said tracing, a couple weeks hardware ago. Hardware accelerated yep. ray tracing. Right. You're feeling next gen. You're saying I'm seeing finally this, this is the like, first time that I have all the little leaks of next gen. We had oh, we thought about it. This is the first time in my life. I'm like, this is this is the first time I'm actually feeling next gen is here. Like the graphics are always the bar, but it's hard to put into your own words or visualize it really. Yeah. But now it's much better. I can now, and I need to play the games. Okay. Which is great. And they say something about this custom processor, which this is all numbers to a lot of people. We're big gamers and we don't even know what the numbers mean, but it says it's going to have the most powerful custom processor leveraging an AMD's latest Zen 2 and RDNA 2 architecture. So that just means a very... I don't know processor. what the architectures mean, but I, I know AMD is well known for making chips. Right. So they're using PC stuff. But now. they're talking about what's that number? Twelve teraflops. And that's where I wanted to get. So that's what I say con- a couple weeks so ago. That's confirmed. Yeah. No one knew what flops were. I knew that rumor was right. It's twelve well, flops, teraflops. Floating point operations. Right. Well, we and then that. people are talking about it. It's be- like basically. 20 years ago for gamers, that was their bit. You know, it's 8-bit, 16-bit. Tw- it's like yeah. our version now. It's what the consumers say to us and what we kind of measure as like Straight the thing. Straight Right. And it, it's it's a lot of numbers. But, and I said it a couple weeks ago, if you could think about what it is, the Xbox One X is 6-something Teraflux, 6-point-something. This is 12-something. So this yeah. is twice It even beats out um, the Google Stadia numbers, right? right. Stadia is hovering around, what, 9 or 10? Right, 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 right. All right. But now let's go down a little bit. There are a bunch of other things here that they talk about. But what I am most excited for is what they call smart delivery. Ooh, you so took the words out of my mouth. I'm excited this is something that we've seen before, but it's not. So everyone's familiar with cross-play and cross-save, the idea that you can play something with other people across platforms. That's cross-play. Right. Cross-save the idea that if I play something on my PC or my PlayStation or my Switch or my Xbox, that save game goes up to the cloud and comes back down to Love each it. and every version I of that game. I think that's so smart. But that's not this. There's another thing people are interested in crawl, called cross-buy. Right. The idea that if I buy something once, it'll be available on all my different devices. So the cool thing for me is that they said they're going to be doing something called smart delivery that publishers and developers can opt 
into where basically you buy the game once for the Xbox One and you get it for free on the new gen of Xbox. I think that's great. Now, this is something similar. And starting with Halo Infinite, they say. Halo Infinite's going to be the first one to do Or Cyber, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk too. But Halo, well. they, they, they said Halo Infinite's yeah. going to have it, right? But for me, the big deal is that this is something similar to what Xbox is already doing with their Play Anywhere program. Mm-hmm. Right. Where, say, I get Forza Horizon 4 digitally. Congratulations. I now have it for my PC. That's true. So I love how it's interesting how they're not doing strict cross-buy, just all around for these games. Instead, they're focusing on first there was Play Anywhere, now there's Smart Delivery, and these are going to kind of allow the people who make and put these games on the system to decide how they want to do it. You know what's just crazy about hearing if, this stuff? It's just they're finally on the offensive now after yeah, all these years. I'm a, I'm a, I have, I've been an Xbox guy since that was my first main console. And I'm a Sony and Nintendo. I have all three, but I'm an Xbox guy at the heart. But ever since my love of an Xbox, I'm a Korean Xbox, yeah. they've always been on the defensive, catching up. And now with the end of this generation, the cross-platform, the Game Pass, the Play Anywhere, they've really had the chance it's, it's to crazy. go and on I the offensive. It's crazy, and I wonder if this is going to mean... Xbox, Microsoft is inching closer to true cross-buy here. True. Where, like, say I buy Halo Infinite day one, even if I don't have an Xbox Series X for my Xbox One, then I get it for my PC, too, right. if I buy digitally, which I don't have a PC that could support it. But that is besides the point. Right. But I also get it for an Xbox Series X when I upgrade. Right. If I upgrade. That's true. The only thing is, while this is cool, it does represent that Sony increasing to push this, to digital only. And this I still is, like physical yeah. games. Will this play anywhere work for me if I get a disc-based version, like a collector's edition of Halo Infinite, right. for my Xbox One? Will I then be able to download and update on my Series X if I put the Halo Infinite disc in? Because for me, I know it's... Right, for me, it's, here, I know yeah. it, a lot of people might not have this fear, but I always fear not being able to access my games anymore. Right. If my account gets hacked or whatever, I want something in my hands that tells me... I bought this, I own it, I can well, play it. Well, here it says, it says, Smart Delivery but used on all exclusive Xbox Game Studios games with Halo Infinite cited as an example. It means you only need to buy a game once, then you'll get the best possible version for the console you're playing it on. That means you buy Halo Infinite on a 2013 Xbox One and later decide to play it on Xbox Series X, you'll get the version optimized for that console. Yeah. But essentially future-proofing your purchase. You won't be playing the Xbox One version of Halo Infinite through backward compatibility on Xbox. It's just it's right. just so smart. And so are you quoting the blog post there? or I was you... quoting the blog post okay. on that. So for me, they say that it's future-proofing your purchase, but future-proofing your purchase through whom? Is right. it going to be like the 4K updates, updates where yeah, you put the disc about, yeah. in and it just downloads the extra stuff for you as here it is, mm-hmm. or is it going to be, no, this is only if you buy it digitally through the Microsoft Also, it store. says, quote, smart but, delivery presumably only applies to digital purchases where yep. game ownership is regulated, but the Xbox News Post doesn't actually differentiate between digital and physical games on this front. And who so, who's, who are you reading that from? That was techradar.com. Okay, good. But that's me. Yeah. I want to hear what you care about next most, Aiden. So on that front really quick is that with all this smart buying and the cross-platform, I think this really puts the pressure on Sony. Like if they don't, especially if they don't, when they come out and they, if they don't, and their rumor is nine teraflops. And if that, the same with the Xbox rumor and it looks like Xbox is right. They're not going to come out if their Xbox or their Sony, their PlayStation is like less. They're not going to say that's less teraflops. So they're, they're naming their game. They're going to play to their own strengths, which is games. And it's crazy is the only games that they have right now is Ghost of Tsushima and uh, The Last of Us, the next one. But and this, that's PS4 games. Yeah, the only confirmed the thing, PS5 is God or Godfall. But this is the thing I've been saying for the past few podcasts. You know, we haven't gotten those up yet, but if you go back and listen to those, you're going to see. 
Right. Because I've been saying, I'm not excited for the things I know about. What I'm most excited for are the things I don't even know are coming. Right. Like, right, what if right, they've right. got an exclusive from Ken Levine and Ghost Story Games? Right. What if God of War, like the sequel, is going to be a launch title? Yeah, that's true. Because that came out in what, 2016, 2018? 2018. 2018. So, we're still probably a couple years out, so let's go something different then. Um, what if we've got a, something new from Guerrilla Games? Something. What if good. we've got Horizon Zero Dawn 2? All right. Like, when you imagine things, I mean, yeah. at least the fans being disappointed, like that whole thing, oh, Dante's going to be in Smash. Oh, it's Byleth. Yeah. But at the same time. It's a good point. It's, it's a good point. What we don't know is, like, some of the most exciting stuff. So another thing that caught my eye, yeah. what they put, is a thing called, I haven't, I did a lot of research since I read this, but it's called Variable Rate Shading, VRS. Our patent, in this quote, our patented form of VRS empowers developers to more efficiently utilize the full power of the Xbox Series X, rather than spending GPU cycles uniformly to every single pixel on the screen, they can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental objects. This technique results in more stable frames. So basically they use a little bit of this on a game called Control. And that's what that, and it's yeah. really in that lighting. So yeah. if that's what games are going to be with this VRS, so control would, Control would be crazy if they can make those effects right. work where they need them the most oh, and man. keep that frame rate stable. But what I wonder is how much more adapting is this going to require on developers parts yeah because i'm so excited to see what comes how out much of it. storage well, not, <laughs> is this not, g- these games gonna be <laughs> not even storage because if it's just the xbox following directions to choose when to apply different things mm-hmm. it shouldn't affect storage much the thing for me is that if you remember like how playstation 3 games started out and how they looked at the oh, end right 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 it's because it took developers a while to learn how to develop and right. make that stuff look as good as they could. Right. That's very true. So I'm wondering if this is going to be another bit of a learning process for devs or if it's something they're going to acclimatize to pretty quickly. I think, yeah. I think you're right on that. Also, now, another thing that was really cool, which I just want to show, was the, hopefully these things have a lot of storage, but also the thing that hit me was the quick resume. And they say the new quick resume features lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantly, returning you to where you were and what you were doing without waiting through loading long loading screens. So that yeah. means like multiple games. And this helps for me. So like if I'm in a party with all my friends playing a single player game and they're all playing Fortnite and you have yeah. to be like, oh, till this mission's done or a save point. Now you could just boom and go right there in multiple games. That's well, now gonna- I'm wondering if it's just resuming games or if it's full-on state saves right 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 state saves are really cool i love using them on emulators Mm -hmm. just because sometimes save points don't work when you need to save a game right so you just save and you can resume right where you were right it's really great for practicing different levels too and so also i'm wondering i'm just wondering how that'll work out but for me i want to move on to my favorite thing something we've talked about again before is backwards compatibility. Yep, the next generation of game compatibility. So, that's four generations of That's what they say on the blog. But for me, I don't. it's not true backwards compatibility. Yeah, we're going to be able to play every Xbox One game on this Xbox Series X, if I'm understanding right. Mm-hmm. But for me, the big thing is, will they continue making other Xbox right. 360 and original Xbox games backwards compatible? Because there's are a bunch of games in those libraries that you can't get and play. Right. Which, I mean, fair play. I, I don't know if this is just an example. I don't know if it's backwards compatible or not, but the original Halo 2. Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. if I can stick a Halo 2 Xbox disc in my Xbox One and have it work. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to stick that in a Series X and have it work. 
But at I the think same they're going to try. But at the same time, they have Master Chief collections, so it's right. not like I need that. So it's that. not like you need to. I'm just wondering what this means for their efforts in making right. more games backwards compatible. They've said they've stopped yeah. doing that for the Xbox One, but I wonder if they're going to do it for the Series X. They might. It'll be interesting. See, and the, and we'll have to see I how say it runs. Is the more and more we read about this and ooze over this and yeah. fanboy, the more dollar signs I'm reading and reading and reading. Yeah. This but, thing doesn't sound 500. But I want to know the most important thing. The more we like talk about this and ooze all over this, which is kind of a gross word, but I know it's not, but like, um, you know, we love this. This is yeah, great. But this is, you uh, want to know what this is early Christmas. You want to know what this means? What? The fact that we're talking about all this? Hmm. Guess. What? It means we're not talking about Sony. And that's what I wanted to say. So yeah. Sony, so this has to either be we saw now the what, Xbox One X is 500. This is more powerful. How could it be the same price? I'm either saying, and I was before I read this, I was saying 550. Now I'm, I have to say 600. But if Sony, we know it's going to be maybe nine or less teraflops, whatever less processing, they can't charge the same amount. Yeah. Maybe 50 dollars less or something. I'm wondering if this is just. I wonder if their marketing team is just getting like gold-plated toilet seats because right. they're making so much money. Because for me, this is really clever. What they're doing is Microsoft is leading not only first, but with their most powerful machine. Mm-hmm. So A, you get the Xbox Series X, you know, regardless of how the, uh, people like the name, in people's heads. Then you release the price, and then you re- release that lower tier. That way it's like, oh, I don't need the, you know, the full-on Series X. I'm going to go with this one. But you still keep that full-on right. power right. in your head. right. Whereas Sony, if this is their most powerful thing, it's like, well, Sony's the most powerful. I think they're going the check. iPhone route, which I said a lot of times. It's like, which one do you want to upgrade? And it's crazy. I was thinking about There's still people that use the original Xbox. So thinking about it's like an iPhone. It's like if the 6 and you want to upgrade to yeah. 11, this is going to be a huge generation leap. And I have the Xbox One S. I don't even have the X. So this yeah. is going to be a huge generation leap for me. Which other question we get into, which is going to be the base entry Xbox for people? That's a good question to find out too. What's like the base le- entry for Well, their newcomers? base entry right now is the uh, 1S all digital, the right. one without the disc drive. So I wonder if they're going to yeah. do something similar. But, yeah. all right, let's hear one last thing from you, Aiden, and then let's wrap it up. I'm just excited. I, I want to hear more news about this. I think it's good that they're giving the consumer the option. I think also we hear about the diskless one. I think the diskless one will be the cheapest, and then yeah. it will go the PS5 in the middle, and then the most expensive yeah. will be the most premier Xbox. If there is a diskless one, which, let's face it, there's precedent. They've already right. got a diskless S- Xbox one, so why wouldn't they have uh, you know a new-gen diskless? Right. But next... Final question, promise, which studio from Microsoft do you want to hear from? I want to hear from Obsidian. Ooh, who do I want to hear from? I mean, obviously, we're going to hear from Playground and all them for the Forza series, which is going to be cool. 343 is working on Halo, which is going to be cool. But I want to hear from Obsidian. You know I don't I know want? what they're working on. I'm a fanboy. Which excites me. And I'm reaching for the fences. I want Rare to make a perfect. I want, I want something with Rare. You want rare. something with rare? Rare, and they're gonna do a perfect oh, dark. I don't think they're sequel. just gonna work on Sea of Thieves no, all the time. No, no more, no more pirates. We need another perfect dark with VRS right. ray tracing, and all it's right. gonna be good. Well, in that case, take us out, Aiden. Lead us home. Well, thank you guys for another great week of Nintendo Gamecast. We have not a lot of more gaming news blasted straight into your ear next week, which should be good. Hopefully, we have some more news about that. But I'm Aiden Gross. I'm Dominic D'Amico, and have a good one, you guys. You do the same.